not so many dates as usual. It seemed like an a different year this year, very intense, both on the world stage with wars and people disagreeing and not wanting to listen to each other, not want to see each other, not want to hear each other if they have different political um, opinions. Welcome, everybody, to the podcast, Relationships. Let's talk about it. I'm Prebo Toplitsky. I'm a psychotherapist specializing in relationship issues. Everybody's got one. Partners, family, friends, co-workers, neighbors, relationships. Let's talk about it. Welcome, everybody, to this episode of Relationships. Let's talk about it. And I have a conversation with my wife, Ivana Rainbow. And I know many of you are going, yay, Rainbow's back. That's right. It's been a while. I think uh, last May was when we did our last podcast. And this is a special one because it is my episode number 200. Started this podcast in September uh, 2018, and I was doing it weekly for a few years, two and a half years, and then I needed to get my life back a little bit, so I decided to do it uh, twice a month, which that's what I'm doing right now, and it is number 200, and this episode is about being seen and heard and considered and valued, and that's a big one for people, and I really want to and talk about the clarity of it, what it really means. Rainbow and I, we have this conversation of how we are feeling seen and heard in our relationship when we're not, what we do about it. We're a little bit disclosing recently about our relationship needing to do more of that. So I think it's a really good topic. And before we get onto that conversation, I do want to steer people to my website, prepo.com. You can sign up for my newsletters there. And when you do sign up, you get a special gift, not a physical gift, but I'm going to send you a document that is uh, very valuable. Nice little teaser, huh? You can also check out my practice, my therapy practice, and my coaching practice on my website. And I have recently been doing more intensive sessions, one day intensive with couples and two day intensive with couples. That's not yet on my website, but if you're interested, you can inquire. You can send me an email through my website. And I do want to thank a few people who have recently financially donated to my podcast. I want to thank Daniela in Australia, Jimmy in California, and Maria in, where's Maria? Ah, yeah, Maria in Belgium. Thank you so much. It is greatly appreciated. Let's me know that you feel that this podcast is of value. That is one way that people show it. Another way is passing it on and, and sharing this podcast with other people. 
And if you are inclined to send me a financial donation, you can do that through my website, prepo.com. Click on the podcast page and you can send a one-time donation or a reoccurring donation. Thank you so much. And I usually say this and I just want to emphasize it more. We just need to be kinder to each other and give each other more space. We need to see and hear each other. I know that it's really challenging with a lot of opposing views and all the horrific things that are happening in the world, but there's also very beautiful things that are happening in the world. And we're all just humans trying to figure this out, figure out this, this life with each other. So let's be more patient be more kind, be more considerate. Uh, we can definitely listen better to each other. So let's get it on with my podcast with my wife. Let's get it on with my wife. <laughs> and here we go. Yeah, feeling seen and feeling heard. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about it. Welcome. It's been a while. We've done a podcast together. Yeah. Thank you. It's been about six months. Mm -hmm. Lots been happening in the last six months. But what's special about this podcast is it's my 200th episode. And I couldn't think of anybody else that I would want to do this with. We did our 100th together on a couple's appreciation. And now we're doing 200 together. Yeah, congratulations. I'm really proud of you that you keep doing these podcasts. 200, that is quite a number. Mm-hmm. Over five years, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I felt really seen and heard through this whole process of the podcast, the excitement of it, the challenge of it, sometimes the pressure of it, uh, the um, creativity of it. And I really feel uh, that you know it's important to me and and that you've heard a lot of my needs and desires around it. Yeah, it was so exciting when you started up with this. And we have lovely, interesting conversations based on all these topics you have up. Yeah. And you really heard me when I said, I want to do the 200th episode with you. And it's like, what, almost 9.30. Uh, it's kind of late for us to do it, but there's a little deadline to get it in, so. Yeah, I've been in town all day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I know it means a lot to you, and it is a while since we did it, so, yeah. Let's see what we can get out of here. hmm yep. And I know you got a lot of podcast fans out there, so they're happy to hear you. And don't bust my chops too much uh, in this. No, you can go ahead. You can be as honest as you want. So, thanks. <laughs> so, we'll I think. We'll see. Yeah, we will. So, it's a great topic, though uh, being seen and heard, um, considered, valued. But we hear that a lot. Um, it's kind of a, a buzzword expression of uh, needing to be seen and heard in a relationship. And uh, I'd like to explore that with you, how we do that, what our needs around it, and what I see also in 
in my work. Yeah, it's good to know what each other wants to be seen for because it is really different what I want to be seen for and what you want to be seen and, and heard for. Yeah, and it's changed throughout our 29 years together because of our different needs and interests over the years of what I want to be seen for and heard. Oh, definitely, yeah. <laughs> so I'm curious, like what what essence do you want me to see you to to hear you and and what's important to you and that you feel valued what areas of your life and in ways can i really deeply see you and hear you mm. well i really like to be seen to get attention for things that i'm interested in uh, things i'm involved with you know the meetings and groups I partake in and books that I read and yeah, you know, I like when I come home from an event and um, you start asking, so how was it? And then you go deeper and deeper in and you want to know all kinds of details and it's fun for me and it feels really good because I feel that I just went to something really important and you are interested in hearing about it. And that makes me seem, seem seen and heard. So I love those. And then there's also my passions. That is not yours at all, like astrology and tarot and art and um, stuff like that, where you don't really know so much, but I am impressed how you do remember things. And we have been talking about these subjects for all the time we've been together, even though it doesn't interest you. You do ask me and you do remember things. So I'm impressed. And that makes me feel seen and heard. Well, I would like to add something to that because I want to, I want, um, I want you to be seen and heard on that. I, I do find it interesting. It's not that I don't at all. Um, it's just not typically the way that I automatically think like you do of um, why some things are happening or the energetics or how to be aware of some of the astrological uh, energies that are happening. I don't, I, that's not my default. So I'm interested, yeah, and, and feel incompetent about it you know i i i acquiesce more to you around that ask you a lot of questions and and so that's one thing that i know like if i if i want to start a conversation or you know engage you in something i'll ask you something about astrologically and you get me hooked. <laughs> i get you hooked yeah i do i'm like hey honey like um i really want to do this thing next week what do you think is the, what 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 sign is the moon in or when should i start this project, uh, Astrologic. I mean, one thing that you helped me, you, you decided when I started the podcast, a good date that it would be, that would give energy in the new moon to really launch it. And, and, uh, and mm -hmm. so and the months of communication. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that that's, yeah, that's, um, 
And I think also sometimes I give you some peace when things are so intense and I say, well, it's a full moon or it's a this or that. And right now there's really worldwide intention, mm -hmm. you know, with uh, with astrology. So uh, don't take it too personally. It's okay. It will pass. Yeah. And also to go back to when you said, how I engage you in some of your activities when you come home. I'm just amazed how present you are in your activities and you want to get so much out of it. It doesn't ever seem that you're really bored. You find uh, such interest in some of the smaller mundane things or um, what people are experiencing or going through. Uh, you're, you're so present in it. So when I, sh when I ask you, to share what your experience was. I get uh, a good texture, a lot of quality from your experience. You'd never just come and say, oh, it was fine, it was okay. Isn't Your answers are never boring. Uh, I have to track you because you really paint this picture about what it was. And sometimes I come in a little too fast and you're like, I, I, I'm, I'm not finished with, <laughs> with what I want to tell you. And so I have to lean back so, yeah, and I really appreciate that you do that because it is nice to paint the real, the picture, the feeling. And it's beyond my words that you also feel me when I tell about my experiences. Yeah, that's the part that I think I really want to see you in is, is your felt senses that you, I want to feel you. So like the part where I say I want to see you, I actually want to feel you, you know. And so that you know, you're such a feeling person that that I know what you're experiencing, or I can get an idea of it. That's why I think it's so important for people to reflect back the emotional world of the person. If somebody is talking, instead of just getting all the facts of what they're saying, make sure that you're hitting on and reflecting on what the person is expressing emotionally, uh, so that they really feel seen emotionally, not just in the facts. Mm -hmm. And do you have some examples of what kind of questions that would be, what starter words or so? Well, I think it's really good to have um, like open-ended questions that we can ask um, or clarifying questions. Like, uh, what did you mean by so-and-so? Or um, can you give me an example uh, more of what you just want to express. Or when you mentioned about your sister and she was challenged by that subject, what exactly are you um, wanting me to know about that? So I think clarifying questions is really important. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. Because yeah, that shows interest and that shows curiosity. And I think that's the biggest part when people want to feel seen and heard, they want they want the other person to be curious and interested. They don't want a, like, I'll, I'll speak for me. I don't want somebody to just regurgitate their experience back. Um, I don't want them to, to say, oh, I hear you, and then they talk about their story. I want people to inquire more into mine. I want, I want interest, and I want curiosity. And I think it's big for me because of the work that I do. I'm giving people so much of my attention and hold a space. In my personal life, I definitely need that from people. Yes, I understand that since you have to listen a lot 
uh, as a psychotherapist. And not only listen, like I'm doing the clarifying, I'm doing the reflecting, I'm asking the questions. So a lot of my day is focused on other people and other people's stories and other people's energies. So I need a balance. I really need people to to give me that attention. And, and that can be a little tricky in my personal life because I want to give my friends and family that attention too. I just don't want it all on me. But I, but I do recognize that's a big, big way that I want to be seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and could you tell me a little bit more what other ways you want to be seen and heard well, from? Well, I think, I think uh, you know, I'm a typical maybe male provider in the way that with you, I, I do want to be seen for the efforts that I put to provide for our family and maybe the sacrifices, you know, that, that I do. Um, I don't know if it's sacrifices, like, it's, it's wonderful, you know, you were out all day and I, our dishwasher doesn't work, so I did dishes. I also uh, prepared the, the fire stove uh, for a fire and uh, did some other things, you know. And it's wonderful to be seen for, oh, you know, you're taking care of us, or I really appreciate that you, that you did this. It's not that I, I need the acknowledgement, I have resentment. It's just like, wow, you know, I spent my whole day attending to, to people and clients and I had a stressful day because we had some septic issues and a whole bunch of money is going to go down the shitter. <laughs> and and I think I want to be really seen with like, oh shit, man. I don't want it. Like, I don't, I don't mind spending some money when it's, oh, just like spending money on a fucking septic tank. It's like just really going down the drain. <laughs> and so I think I want to feel that for, to feel like, oh, it's hot. You know, I'm like, just getting by with that that hamster wheel a little bit. And I would like to be seen like, that was a tough day, you know? Yeah, it was a tough day for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And on top of that, you did all the dishes by hand. Yeah. Mm, very impressed. And it felt really good coming home to that done. Mm, yeah. Yeah, so I I think that is important around provider. I think I would like to be seen. I do think I'm a... I'm a considerate and kind person. Um, and so the times that I am, or even the mm, my personality of maybe being calm at times, even though I know that you get more of the brunt of not seeing me calm. Mostly everybody else gets to see me calm, but you get some other sides of me. You get a little more fire from You get a little more, more agitation. Not so much directed all the time at you, but um, yeah, but just, that's a cultivating skill that I want to be, I don't want to be shook by everything in the world. I want to be able to accept and um, go with, go with uh, some challenges in the world in a calmer way. And so I'd like to be seen for the, for, for, for that effort. And you have seen me in a way that uh, some of the things that I do for our family is kind of seamless. Like it's behind the scenes. I don't tell you the 30 things that I did, you know, for the paying this bill, straighten out this, do this, make this call. And I kind of, you know, juggling the money here and there. It, I kind of do that pretty uh, skillfully in some way. Mm-hmm. I think also I would like to be seen as, uh, as uh, 
a spiritual person, uh, even though I know I can crank up the focus of spirituality in my life, but it's it's always there for me of the the mystery of life and um, and the gratitude and appreciation for this existence and um, want to play with the realms of the world and the mystical energy, the magical energy of the world and and um, not always think that I have to figure something out rationally, even though my Capricorn rising sign shows that I'm pretty uh, steadfast in some ways. I also want to be seen for, um, yeah, the depth of my of my spirituality and, and belief system. Mm-hmm. I am so happy you want to be seen for that and that you have that depth and openness to spirituality and the invisible. And that is certainly where we connect a lot, you and I, and that have been very important all the years we've been together. Yeah. And that's the essence of a lot of our conversations that feels really thrilling and and then time disappears. Yeah. Do you know one other thing that I think I want to be uh, seen for or considered, valued for? I believe, I, I think you're a very strong woman. And, um, but you don't come across in the male energy of, of strength. You have a very strong feminine energy and you're very sure of yourself in many ways, even though I know you have some self-doubts that a human being does have. But I think I want to be, be valued for how I meet you. Um, even when we look at each other and we can just look at each other and be met, uh, I'm not afraid to, to meet you in that realm. I'm not afraid to like hold you in my in my uh, tender masculinity. Uh, so mm-hmm. that's a big thing for me too. That you meet me there. I like that. I needed a strong man with the softness on board like you. Well I think we established that early on in our relationship was that like we stood up to each other in a in a good way, we we held certain boundaries, and in conflict, which I think is so important, is to be seen and heard. You know, when I may say something that you don't like or that you don't agree, I don't want you to defend it. I don't want you to poo-poo it. I don't want you to Danish it and just like, you know, say, ah, oh, that's ridiculous. I want you to be able to consider my experience and and try to be curious like okay i don't i didn't experience this but i want to hear how you felt or uh, you believe that i came out harshly okay uh, i will i will take a look at that or i hear that you want me to approach you in a softer way mm-hmm. yeah my danishness still pops up even after 30 years in america yeah. now and then and it have definitely been good to journey with you and soften that way of being, that Germanic way. Um, but just now and then it does pop up. Mm. Yeah. Which gives us fuel yeah. and fiery yeah. flare up now and then. 
when we do it well in conflict, we do take turns. Like we we allow the other one to really have their experience and we get curious. And there's times that we don't we don't have that capacity. We kind of go fiery back and forth, but we're good at just like um, knowing when to stop. And exactly. Just, yeah. We don't let it go very long, actually. Yeah. It's a minute or so. Yeah, we, we kind of know that, well, you know, we, we don't have our agency or groundedness. And then we stop and we kind of self-soothe or, you know, pause and don't talk for a little bit or do a little bit of our own thing, go outside. But then we re-engage yeah. and, and we re-engage with kindness or love and, and, and still like, hey, babe, so what, what's, what, what do you want to cook for dinner? We don't get, we don't, we don't hold like, um, um, yeah, a deep resentment of those quick moments that we missed each other. Mm-hmm. We know it's just emotions that comes up and it's stupid to keep fueling that. It's mm-hmm. going to go nowhere. Yeah. Uh, let that flame come up and then don't fuel it. Yeah. And though I know that you brought this up recently on our on our walks, that in the last six months, there's been so much focus with you were in Denmark for a few months and then you came back and Xander came home and moved home and then Emma came a couple months later and moved and and we're renovating the cabin. And so a lot of focus has been away from our relationship. And uh, so we also have waned on some of our appreciation sharing to each other. So being seen and heard in those repair conflicts, we haven't done as well as we normally do. And I think it was great that you brought that up on our walk of feeling disconnected and feeling distant and feeling um, that we're not really prioritizing the way that we know we can prioritize. And and uh, yeah, so I, I really wanted to, to hear you. And uh, even though part of me was coming up with the excuses of why this is happening, it's not about excuses. It's about the reality that that's how you're feeling. And deep down, I was feeling that too, you know, that that we could do a be- much better job of sharing and being heard on a deeper level and spending quality and prioritizing our time uh, than we have been. So I'm, I'm really glad that you, that you brought it up. It felt like a relief. Mm, I'm glad you feel it like that. Yeah. It had bottled up a little bit there. Not so many dates as usual. It seemed like an, a different year this year, very intense. Bows on the world stage with wars and people disagreeing and not wanting to listen to each other, not want to see each other, not want to hear each other if they have different political um opinions and don't really want to hear each other. They just want to speak their own on the world stage. And of course, to some degree, that also affects in the in the home circles that it seemed like this year is just much more busy, engaging. There's so much to do. When I talk to people, they are so busy or engaged, and it's an unusual year 
both at home and on the world stage. And we felt it too, and it did affect our relationship as well. And we were like holding on for dear life and just doing what we needed to do. And then there was no time for um, dates and walks in the forest and appreciations like we usually do and have had time for. And suddenly one month go after the other and suddenly it's like, whoa, four months just went by. And then we feel it and it bottles up and there's resentment inside and more shortness to each other. And um, yeah, I'm so glad we had that walk in the forest earlier this week. And it just, the cork went off the flask and I spilled out. Um, also my feeling that there was a mistress between us, the screen, and that the screen was getting much more attention than me. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that that is true. I will hear that, that... Um, there is so much in my mind that I want to get information about, whether it's work-related or also, like you're saying, the world stage. I'm, uh, I'm fascinated and disappointed and saddened also by, like what you said before, about this quick, um, people aren't really hearing each other. Um, there's a lot of judgment, and I'm saddened by the the way that we're canceling, that people are canceling each other and not giving each other room or allowing and tolerating differences. And so I've been like, uh, just just watching that um, on different forums that I'm on. And, and uh, yeah, so I do understand that. And uh, I need to, and just like having people that have their, their own business, it's, you know, I, I'm in session you know, uh, most of the day. So then when I'm not in session in the evening, that's where I need to like organize the thoughts of it or the notes or, you know, extra little things I got to look up for somebody and send or referrals and, and that creeps in. And I've got to be really careful of that. And I tell my clients to, to be really careful of that. So I really want to hear you when you, when you say that that screen is, is creeping in and um, I don't want that to be between us at all. So thank you for uh, that attention, um, that need for, uh, yeah, that request to, to watch that. Yeah, and get a little more togetherness. Mm -hmm. Like I'm even missing playing cards with you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm missing that too. Missing playing some games and yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. I actually bought a board game today. Huh, cool. Because <laughs> mm. it's a fun way to be together also mm -hmm. and bander a little bit. Mm -hmm. Can I ask you about, because I think that you're such a good listener and I think that's a that's a that's such a skill and prerequisite for being seen and heard. Uh I I believe there's a difference between active listening and reflective listening. And to me, active listening is when 
we are being the listener. We are actively really listening to the other person. We are not getting caught in our own story or disengaging and judging the person in our head that we are actively giving that person the world. Reflective listening to me is then reflecting back, summarizing back what we hear, what we want the person to know that that they said that penetrated us or the empathy that we might have. So do you as uh, do you even think about how to really be a present listener? Um, do you work at it? Because you're so good at it. I'm just really curious of, of when, because there's times where I'm talking and you maybe interrupt and I'm like, hey, hey, can, can you just listen to me? And you're like, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right, let me just listen. Um, yeah, tell me a little bit about your, your experience with listening. Yeah, isn't that interesting? I'm a really good listener and I'm also a good interrupter. Mm-hmm. When I get so, ooh, yeah, I see it, I see it, and da-da-da, I want to say this, and I'm already ahead of it. And you also, you, you got the malenergy of fixing. You want you come up with these ideas of giving me like, you know, you can tell me what to do that will make it better, or the reasoning behind it. And I'm just like, I don't care about the reasoning behind it or what to do about it. I just want you to just hear that I'm suffering with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I should really have a job where I fix people's issues because uh, ideas keep coming up when people talk. Yeah, because that's why you're such a good organizer. You organize things so well. Anyway, to get back to to listening, um, I want to tell you that I really see you and, and that I value um, how good of a listener that you are. And not just for me, you're incredible with the person that is in the store that's talking about some stupid book that they're reading or some knitting that they're doing. All right, that's not a good example because you like knitting. But it's something about their granddaughter. And sometimes I'm amazed of like, wow, how do you engage people in, in such that mundane way with such interest? There's always something to, to talk with. I mean, even the guys from the sewer company coming up here, I mean, immediately I got into such deep conversations with him about the history of these mountains out here and the people living here. And he recommended a book to me and now I started listening to it and it's really good. It's like there's so much surprising, wonderful information to get from strangers that I engage with. And um, to just ask a few more questions and then the ball starts rolling. Yeah. yeah. And I love doing that with you too. When, if I am st- stuck with something or then issue, I just have a little bit sense of something I want to do and I slowly roll the ball over to you and it turns out that you actually have some insights on the subject and it's so fun when that ball then rolls between us and we dive deeper into the conversation. What I would like to do better with you for both of us is uh, is pausing and looking at each other more when, when we're also talking just in the room and because I think we, we have a tendency we're doing so much in the, in the house 
that sometimes I'm like, are you, are you really hearing me? Because uh, I can see that you're doing something else. I, we have a tendency at times, and I think people do, to multitask, to do other things. And yeah, 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 I'm listening, I'm listening. And I've had clients where the woman doesn't feel, particularly in this case, the woman doesn't feel listened. And the guy says, yeah. When she asked me, what did I say? I regurgitate every word that she said, so I'm listening. But in an essence, he's not really giving her his presence. He may be listening, but he's not going underneath what she's saying, or he's not being curious. Or I have clients that say, just, just nod, just give me a, a grunt. Let me know that you're tracking me. And I think that's a, a big one too, to feel heard is, is not to just stay silent, is to, to let the other person know that you're tracking them. I had an aunt that did that really, really well. And I felt so heard by her. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, and you do that so well with kids. And uh, all the kids really feel uh, seen and heard by you. You're so interested in all these small, mundane things that they're doing and you get so excited with them. And part of me thinks, wow, you are getting excited. But another part of me thinks, no, you're just making them feel good. You know, you're... Mm -hmm. It's a mix of both. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. A, that's a wonderful talent. To because we've got to spread that right where we are, that well-being, that connection with each other and a little bit of eye contact. And what's coming up for me too is I want you to know that I really see your your desire to experience and express joy in life, especially now. You know, I know that you have felt that judged by it in the past, that people would think, oh, you know, you're not taking the worldly things so serious. You don't know the details of politics or this or that, which I think actually you have a good insight in many in many of those things, but that you're uh, that you're focused on uh, up your an uplifter. You're a wonderful uplifter, and I think that people are really realizing how precious that is. Uh, how precious your skill. They love being around you. So I just want to say that 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 I see you in that. I see that that is part of your uh, community gift that you give is really being an uplifter and people want to be around you. All these women want to be, well, men too, but they really want to be around you and be inspired by you. So I see that. Mm, thank you. That feels really good to hear that lovey from you. And that's why I want to go on more dates with you. Absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. And I don't just want to go to a restaurant. I want a little bit of action. I want to walk around and see and experience something that will spark our conversations. Mm -hmm. I hear you. I, I want to do that and love doing that too. I got to get out of my little hermit thing of when I'm home. I just love being being at home and just resting and down and, you know, having that hour drive into town that I do it now just only a couple times a week 
where I used to do four. I just think that it's still in my bones, all of that, all of that driving all the time. So, but yeah, I mean, and we don't have to go into town. We can go around here, these beautiful places, just, you know, uh, some minutes away from here. You know what I've been, I'm, what's coming to me also around being seen and heard is being considered. And that's part of it. Like to consider the other person, like to make sure that your world has a reservation in my head somehow. Um, even if I'm out, I wanna, I wanna think about you like, oh, Rainbow would love to see this or oh, this is something that I think that she would really like. I think I'm really good at, at really seeing you from a gift giving standpoint. I love to surprise you or I'm good at uh, buying gifts that I think that you Yeah, know. even yeah. in your lunch break when you yeah. go downtown and you stroll into a, a store that we like and you see something for me and it gives you so much joy to buy it for me and surprise me. Yeah. And that warms my heart so much. You do that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I think consider to consider the other person, whether it's in a material uh, considering or just even what we're really good at is um, when we're in Black Mountain driving from town, we text each other coming up the mountain. And I think that that's being really considerate. Mm -hmm. I know, I know if you're going to be home in 30 minutes and um, that also makes me want to uh, be available to you when you come home. I know you're gonna coming up the mountain, so some of the things that I'm doing, I don't want to just keep doing them. So when you come home, that I'm just like, hey, babe, hi, and keep doing my shit. I want to be able to also engage with you and give you attention. Yeah, I really appreciate that that you have this half an hour heads up before I'm home, so you can round out your things. Um, before I come home and then you usually come walking towards me when mm. I come in the door mm. and that feels so good mm -hmm. and then you always ask what you can help bring in from the car and help me unload and unload in the kitchen and everywhere it just feels so good it's like yay you're home mm. yeah. to be greeted like that yeah. And it's like we're starting a fresh chapter right there. Me coming from town, you've been home doing what you're doing. And then the moment I walk in the door, we then start a fresh chapter together. Yeah. Yeah, that transition is so important to connect in those times so that we feel more connected afterwards. So that, uh, yeah, we just don't take that for granted that it's like, ah, now it's, now it's couple, couple connection and not just an individual connection. And I think that you're really good at that too. When I come home, I really feel greeted by you and considered and, and you're like, ah, you're home. Go change your clothes, go get relaxed. And I feel considered by, by you in that. Also, yeah, and it's always exciting to hear. So how was your day? Um, because sometimes it was really hard and other times there was lovely surprises when you were out walking in your lunch. So I'm always interested to hear, so how was your day? I mean, even when I finish my day sometimes in town, especially when the weather was nice and I said, you know, babe, I haven't got all, all day. I'll text you or leave you a message or call you and say, I just really need to walk around town for a little bit, maybe an hour. 
you are so accommodating in that. You never get like, me. you've been gone all day. Why don't you come home? You're going to be home late. You're so considerate for knowing how that will help me and that will purge my energy. And, and that's, that's healing for me. And um, yeah, being considering me in that way. Another way that you're really good in considering is you've gotten so much better at when you're such a doer and a task, you love projects. And I'm not a big project guy around the house. And you would, in the years back, you would get frustrated with me. And I didn't feel considered. Like I didn't feel seen. Like I want to fucking just lay on the couch. I, I, I've been working my ass off all day. And yeah, that was so hard for me because yeah. I grew up with a handyman dad yeah. who was always available and at the ready if there was anything. But now you check in with me and you consider what's your time, what what are your wishes, what are some of the things that you need to do this weekend because I want to try to figure out when we can do this together. Like you consider, you just don't put your needs ahead of mine. You yeah, consider that have given us more peace. It is. And I really feel seeing more about like, you know, you're just not have blinders on and it's just not Rainbow's world. You know, it's also like Prepo's there. Let me check in with what state that Prepo is in. And I think that's really huge around being seen and heard. I know. <laughs> it it's because I'm the housemaker, so I know when something needs fixing or or something, and then you come in the door and was like, we need to do this now or so. And, oh, I'm so glad I've got much more calm about that. It can happen tomorrow. That's okay. Yeah. But we can at least talk about it and make a good plan that will work for both of us. And what's coming up for me is I, I want to give you an apology for yesterday morning <clears throat> or... I think it was yesterday morning. I woke up and and I saw <laughs> folks. Her eyes are already are already getting uh, big. She remembers. I woke up and I saw the stove. Our wood stove was the damper was shut down in the morning. And for me, I've been telling uh, people in my house not to keep it shut down as often because creosote builds up and. Then I got to get up on the chimney and I got to keep clean the cap. And and so I want the fire in the morning to go really well. And I just want to say I had already been up for two hours with the sunrise and doing different things in the house and was in a lovely flow with the morning and the sunrise and all that. So I'm sitting there and drinking my tea and you walk into the room. But love, I want to give you an apology. I'm giving you oh, apologies. So yeah. just, just receive. <laughs> so I'm really sorry that one of the first fucking things in the morning that I get up and I say to you, hey, look, the stove, it shouldn't be shut down like that. Don't you remember when I told you last night? That was the first thing that I said to you when you had, you had a candle on. <laughs> I think you were like maybe even journaling something. I was. You, you, I was in yeah. a lovely space. Yeah. And the first thing you say, you didn't even say good morning. You just criticized me for the way I was dealing with the fire I stove. I'm so sorry that that I feel I feel embarrassed about that, and I feel uh, I feel sad that I gave you that energy. You did not deserve that. 
And I know that must have felt, um, yeah, it just must have felt so shitty. It must have felt you were sad and not seen. It and, blew out my candle. Yeah. And I, I, I quickly wanted, I wanted you to like, uh, uh, forget about it. Like I'm, I said, I said I was sorry, but I wanted you to, to like, come on, babe. I said, I'm sorry. You know, let, let's forget about it. I didn't give you a chance to, to feel the sadness of being interrupted that way. So I do want to apologize that I didn't see you. I walked in with a certain agenda of my concern of what the fucking stove would be like instead of considering and really seeing where you were at at that moment. So uh, I'm very sorry. Thank you for that apology. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great. I was, I was sitting in my cozy little bubble. You were, yeah. And, and that happens where... Gosh, you burst it there. That, and that's, I, I do that. I, I, I got to pay way more attention to that because you're in, you have such a way of, of, of focusing in your own, in your own bubble, um, whether it's reading something or something that you're writing. And sometimes I just come in and I don't really check in and, uh, sense it out. So I want to see you and, uh, consider you more in those moments and not just my my agenda. I know I don't, I'm not like a bull in, in a china shop. I just don't, I'm not narcissistic in that way, but I can definitely uh, be more uh, finesse about it. So mm-hmm. I will do that. That's true. Yeah. And I also want to admit that I do it too. I can also come in like a bull from outside and you're sitting there in your own thing and I'm like, hey, I have this idea. And and you're in the midst of listening to something or doing a flow of something and it's like, and you put up your hand and I'm like, oh yeah, I just bursted in on you. I didn't even ask what you were reading or, or listening to right now. I was just interrupting. Yeah. So we'd, we'd both do it. Yeah. But it is good to put the hand up. And I immediately get, oh, yeah, let's give you some space and I'll get back to you. Mm. I wasn't seeing you Mm. because I so wanted to come in and tell you something. Mm. Yeah. So it goes both ways. Mm -hmm. I do it too. Yeah. Well, this this was great for me. (laughs) I enjoy this conversation and I just want to, let you know that I really, I really do see the, the extraordinary human that you are and that I'm just so grateful to be journeying and partnering with you. And and um, I definitely want to put more awareness and tension when it's, when I become a little unconscious in uh, taking that for granted. I don't want to take that for granted. I really want to see you. Um, in all kinds of ways. And I want to be really curious about your world. So I hope that you continue to share with me what's going on for you and not hold back. And and if you do, and I come out with a response that is not something that you want, I would love for you to bring it to my attention in a, in a, in a gentle way, if you can, uh, of so I can reset. Uh, 
I'm I'm good at resetting when it's when it's uh when it's brought to me in a certain way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know you are. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's uh that's a deal. It's a deal, baby. Mm-hmm. All righty. Yeah, that it was nice to have this conversation with you here late at night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now we're gonna go downstairs and see Xander and Emma how their day was, hear a little bit about their dinner experience. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be sweet. It's exciting when they come home. Yeah. I'm so glad that we're doing family like this together. Yeah. yeah it's lovely. Thank you, my sweet. Yeah, thank you, love. Yeah. And once again, congratulations with your number 200. 200, baby. I'm yeah. proud of you. We'll see where this goes. I have no freaking idea. I don't know how much I got in me to keep it going, but it is it is inspiring. As long as you're having fun. That's true. Keep going. Exactly. I want to have fun and not pressure of it and, and uh, just keep wanting to give it and uh, know that it's uh, beneficial for people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As long as it's a joy, I think that's the key there with whatever go. we do. That's right. Yeah. I need to make it more joyful. Yeah. Well, I, I'll figure I love that how out. you sing on the podcast. Mm. I think that's joyful. Yeah. Yeah. You were inspiration for that. Mm-hmm. I love that you do that. That's really unique. Mm. Yeah. And, and an expression of joy from your heart. Mm. Because I know you only sing if you feel inspired yeah. in those podcasts. It's not that you sing at every single podcast. Mm-hmm. But I'm proud of you for doing that. Thank you. Alrighty. I love you, sweet. We'll do this uh, hopefully soon again. At least before number 300. Yes, definitely we will. <laughs> okay. Thank you, baby. Relationships, Let's Talk About It, is a production of HeartShare Counseling and Consulting PC of Asheville, North Carolina. For more about licensed counselor Prebo Teplitsky, visit prebo.com. Theme music by Adi the Monk. This content is intended for informational purposes only, is not a substitute for professional counseling or therapy, medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment, and does not constitute medical or other professional advice.